0: And we're here on the K&M Podcast, Ken Brown from WGI Radio, Michael here at DetroitLions.com as we talk Lions football. Hello, Mike. Hello, Kenny Brown. How you doing? All righty. It's the draft is over. A low-rated draft I just saw, too. So we're going to talk about have they peaked on production in the draft, and maybe it's time to get back to actual football because... Uh, I, I I kind of felt myself that it was a little watching. It was just a little too much this year. So, but the ratings were down. So, uh, it's, it's interesting to see why, if there's a reason why later. But, well, uh,
1: st- let's start with no quarterbacks at the top. Okay.
0: Yeah, but do you think let's that holds that. the people's? Uh, yes, I do. Uh, the I whole do. draft. Yes, I do.
1: Well, I, I can understand maybe the first, maybe round, the first yeah. round
0: you'll be down a little well, bit. That,
1: right, well, that's what that's what we're talking about. The first. Well, round. just the whole draft that's where was the down. Stars are. But
0: yeah, the stars. But I, I, yeah. I, I kind of understand you saying that, but I kind of disagree that it was just on the quarterbacks. I just think that this year's no so,
1: power in this draft.
0: Yeah, but I just think this year was also a year where a lot of things are going on, and you know, and. The economy is bad, bad as of inflation wise and people just aren't just turned into watching guys who are about to get seven, eight million dollar contracts at the worst. I just think that it turned a lot of people off in the, the excessiveness of it. And, you know, some years is like that. I just think this is what everything else going on. It just turned a few people off.
1: Well, look we'll find out eventually when we get all of right. all the stuff comes right. and all that.
0: And so, but you know, for the football fans themselves, they had a good time and they um I, help, I hope a lot of their teams were happy with what they did. Oh, it was interesting
1: a lot of interesting
0: things happened even in the second day like we had a little quick podcast Friday to talk about the first day but this is the total draft recap a lot of interesting things happened all week i'm not a grader are you a grader giving out a grade because i don't think you can give out a grade right now you can give out a grade as the did you did you feel a need for your team but you don't know how these players are going to play nobody does so giving out grades to me is kind of stupid
1: well, I don't think it's stupid. I used to do it when I worked for the Detroit News There you go. That was my job. There you, you know? go. That was my job. There you
0: go. And I did I did the best I could at it. Right, but uh, if the grade means nothing.
1: Well, it doesn't mean nothing. It doesn't, it's not a predictor of the, what the team's going to do, but it's then is Like I the
0: said, the grade means nothing. If it's not a predictor of what, the, what, what those players are going to do,
1: well, why do you care if people give out a grade or not?
0: What I just say mean? it's a waste of time. Look, you can jump up and down the street for all I care. People can do it, but it's just a waste of time. It's like having a 7 round mock draft. It's a waste of time. But if you want to do it, it's on your time. I'm just saying, anything you hear today about a grade means nothing until they actually get on the field and play. You don't know what these guys are going to do.
1: I think you can tell that some teams make mistakes. You'll see things that they did they did wrong that trades that didn't work out, things like that, that didn't take advantage of certain certain positions. So I think there's some validity to that. Like
0: they're dogging the Patriots today for this pick they made, and everybody's talking about they could have got him in the third or fourth round. How do you know? How do you know this guy's going to play?
1: Different. I just grade them on who, who they took. Right. Like I haven't done it in a long time. If the, if they wanted me to do it for DetroitLines.com, I would. All right. I
0: look, I look, I, hey, I'm Kim Brown is a man of peace, brother. Do what you do, what everybody feels best. I'm just saying, from my perspective, I don't even look at the grades. Mel, as a matter of fact, I was looking at Mel Kriper's grades just to look at it. everybody got an A or B anyway. It's just like a, you, you're a, taking a pass or fail class in high school, everybody passed. So we'll see as they get on the field. But one thing you can do, and the way I look at it is, did you fill positions that needed to be filled on your team with a player? whether they make it or not. And that way, I will give the Lions a passing grade on them because they did fill a lot of the positions they needed to get a guy in. So I will give well, them
1: that. Also from that standpoint, I don't know if you've read this yet, but Pro Football Focus picked uh, had two categories, uh, uh, teams that got what they needed basically and teams that didn't. And the Detroit Lions uh, got, uh, you know, four – uh, what they did was there were four four choices of teams that did helped a unit the most and then four that helped a unit the least. The Detroit Lions were one of the four teams on defense that helped their unit the most, and it was their defensive line. Chicago Bears uh, were one of the teams that helped a unit the most. It was their secondary, and they were one that helped a unit the least, their offense. So I thought it was they they gave the Lions high marks for obviously for uh, uh, the the two defensive uh, two defensive ends that they that they drafted and they needed to that was a crying need for the Detroit Lions.
0: Okay, we're going to talk about that in a minute too, but um, just to wrap up this part of it, um, the 2011 draft, I remember uh, all these agencies gave the Lions a great A for getting Nick Fairley. Coming behind and Dominican suit a year before, and this was going to be the next big thing. How'd that work out? So, all I'm going to say, i just going to leave it there when you do your grades. Just going to leave it there. So, nobody knows, as we said. Who would have thought J.J. Watts would have been the best player of the D line of that draft? And he didn't go to after 10.
1: Well, I'm glad you. Uh, I'm glad you cut it to, to eleven. Going back eleven years, it's usually twenty or years. Uh, this is just the first okay. one that
0: I remember. I guarantee, when I go okay. through it, you'll but see you a lot usually of.
1: Usually go back. You usually go back twenty or thirty yeah, years. okay. Thanks for, thanks for just keeping it fairly current. That's right?
0: okay. That's okay. That's what I do, Mike. I try to keep everybody real with the presentation. Uh, let's talk about the uh, second-day picks here. Um, like I said, when we left for our last podcast, Hutch- Aiden Hutchinson had already been picked and Jameson Williams had already been picked, so we talked enough about those guys. Now, pick 46. The Lions, with pressing needs, I feel is safety and a couple of things they could have done. They went back to the D-line, taking Joshua Pascoe, who's a D-lineman from Kentucky. Impressive-looking player. And this. His um, RES scores for those of you who follow him, and go to RES website, check out their scoring and how they score athletically. It's it's pretty good. I mean, like I said, it's not telling all, but it, it, they do give you athletic profiles of the players. He graded out pretty high. As a matter of fact, one of his comp picks was Aaron Donald of who uh, he athletically was close to. Now, he's not as good as Aaron Donald. I'm not saying it, but I'm just saying he is that type of player. Were you surprised he went back to the defensive uh, pass? Well, I call it a pass rush, even though he'll play they, can play. they can play from one to nine on that defensive line. But were you surprised?
1: No, not really. No, I thought that uh, when you look at a team that had 30 sacks last year, third fewest in the National Football League, was poor against the run, they needed uh, help up front. Now – We'll see how it pans out, but I thought those were two good picks. I I can't say that I went into the draft and they must draft Josh Paschal, but I've done a little more research on him since the draft, and it looks to me like a a very, very good player. He's very, very explosive up front. I like that. I also think it it matches what the Detroit Lions are going to to go to on the defensive front this year, switching from the 3-4s, their base defense, to a 4-3, and I think that's a good move by them because it gets more of your good players, more of your better players on the field. And I think their better players are the guys up front.
0: Well, what does that say about your picks last year of McNeil and Anzarike, and what does that say about if they're going to 4-3, where they're going to need more up-front linemen, less linemen? What about your core brothers and guys who are like those stand-up linebacker types that if you are running 4-3, those are well, not the players you want to you wanna, those are not the linebackers you want out there those those are rush ins so well, what I, what do you what do you think that, who's the winners and the losers out of the players people that are back and in that that room
1: well i think the Accorers are defensive linemen in this room, defensive ends they're not line they're not outside linebackers they're defensive ends and pass rushers
0: you think they're on the ends then instead of outside? Well,
1: that's what defensive ends would be, yeah. Okay.
0: Because okay. I was thinking one, at least you one of their Kenny,
1: Kenny Brown.
0: <laughs> I was thinking one of the cores was the outside linebacker more than the end because you never saw him on the line. That was the younger one. But we'll see how that plays out. But I'm just saying, you got Charles Harris coming back. So you got a bunch of these ends, as you call them, coming back. Somebody's right. going to lose out on some playing time here. Who do you think, think they're not who do you think I, they was not happy with then? Do you think one of those guys well, didn't live up well, to what they thought?
1: Well it certainly wasn't Charles Harris because they re signed him for two years, so you can eliminate him from that uh, that part of it. I mean we'll see. I mean, we really we'll see. But I think that they're better players where they're outside you know, where they're with the the front four and I think they they're gonna go to I know now, I, exactly that the plan is to go to a, a more aggressive front four, an aggressive attacking front four as opposed to a read front four that they used last year with very little, if any, success.
0: Well, let me uh, go through the rest of the draft and then you can reply on them because I'm not going to go pick per pick. But uh, the third round, they took Kirby Joseph, the safety out of Illinois, who was a one-year starter. Fifth round pick, they took James Mitchell, a tight end out of Virginia Tech, who had an ACL after the second game. Supposedly, he'll be ready by training camp. Sixth round pick was Malcolm Rodriguez, who was a linebacker from Oklahoma State, smaller type, like uh, Nickoby Dean. He was all conference. He was one of the you know best players in at Oklahoma State on their team. Um, put Pitbull a little small. So, uh, Sixth round pick was James Houston, who was an edge from Jackson State, who Deion Sanders was upset with because they didn't use Jackson State film. He's already called out the Lions, and uh, uh, of course that he didn't get the whole story because they they couldn't get access to. It. Because film from Jackson State. So sure. they had to use the Florida. And it's on <laughs> it's on your school to get the film out, Dion right. before you start dogging everybody. But then, you know, Dion always flies off the handle early. No harm done. Just uh, say you didn't know what you're talking about and move on. But he was an interesting player. He was I guess he was involved in the credit card thing in Florida when he moved over to uh Jackson State and played his last year. Um well, good player. And finally they ended up with a twenty five year old cornerback from Arizona State, Chase Lucas, who uh sounded real good. I heard his uh, press conference. When he got drafted, um, like you said, he's had pro coach and He's been under Marvin Lewis and um, um, Herman, Herman Edwards as the head coach out of yep. the Arizona State. So, you know, he's had some pro guys looking at him, and he might be a guy that you can – like you said, you can never get enough corners in this league and smaller right. players. So tell me what overall what you thought of the draft, and then I'm going to tell you about one thing I think they didn't get.
1: Uh, you know, uh, I didn't know an awful lot about Kirby Johnson – Kirby Joseph, I'm sorry – I've heard some good things since they drafted, but not just from the Detroit Lions, by the way. I like the I like the linebacker from Oklahoma State. I just, you know, it's, it's, it, he's he's athletic, he's active, all of that stuff. Is he undersized? Yeah, but he might have a role as a as a as a core special teamer. I think uh, I think he might be taking the place of a couple of guys who are core special teamers who d- departed in the last last couple of years and. I think I think that's important in this day and age in the National Football I think mean, it always has been important to have especially cover men on special teams, and I think he'll be, you know, based on his profile, based on what I know, it looks to me like that's that that's where he fits best now. With a chance to, with a chance to, you know, down the line somewhere become a starting linebacker. Now he's not going to get any bigger, that's for sure. He's not going to get go from five eleven to six three, but but there've been shorter short guys who played. You're talking about Rodriguez, right?
0: Yeah, yeah, but he's athletic. His get out thirty nine inch vertical. Is, one of the yeah, most yeah, athletic yeah. guys. And uh, like I said, I've seen Sam Mills and a lot of other little guys, Absolutely. you know, can play. Yeah. And they, as a matter of fact, they kind of get under the under the pads because they, uh, you know, down that low. And I'm sure Chris Spielman signed off on that guy anyway because the, he seems First, like a Chris Spielman type yeah. guy. No, well, Chris was bigger. But no, I said yeah. a type of player. Yeah. You know, athletic yeah. wants to get after it. Uh, smart, you know, aggressive player. I think that's Chris's type. So, like I said, we'll see if we can work. You got uh, Derek Barnes last year. You got Malcolm Rodriguez this year. A couple of young guys into the linebacker pipeline. And, like I said, he's right. about he's about the same size as Kobe Dean. For all of the Kobe Dean fans out there that were upset about that, he's just a little smaller than Kobe Dean, if smaller at all. Because Kobe Dean never ran and never measured. So, we don't know what actual athletic skills he had. Well,
1: apparently he apparently had a – Pectoral or shoulder or something. Yeah, but that, something yeah, like but that, that didn't
0: keep them from running.
1: No, well,
0: yeah, like I said, I don't like guys that try to hide stuff, and I just always was uncomfortable with that whole part of the deal. If you know, what's wrong with you run? Even if you don't run good, you run. And you show them, hey, I, I, this is what I am. I'm sure they know your speed anyway by the GPS things these guys do right. now with film. So you're yeah. not hiding anything. Just get up there and run. But that's a whole right. nother story, a whole other story. Like I said, I'm. this is my point, Mike, and I'm going to yell it to the clouds come home. Backup Hello? quarterback is the sixth most important position on the team. They failed again. They take a quarterback, sign one in the free agency up to this point, um, uh, undrafted free agent. They haven't signed anybody. Why do they think if golf misses time, these two guys they got could win anything? I have no idea there were quarterbacks there that could be taken in the later rounds. As a matter of fact, I think um didn't Sam Howell go in the 5th round?
1: Well, whatever, somewhere down. Yeah,
0: there. but I mean, take a quarterback somewhere I thought that and I I, I got to go back and look at my notes, but I thought that they talked about taking a quarterback every year, they would take one if possible. Maybe that was no, uh um, that, that, that might have be been the last Bob GM. Quit. Yeah, that might have no, been the last ahead. GM, right? I mean, Although, I get my bad GMs mixed up.
1: The other side of the point, the other side of that is, though, that Brad Holmes goes to all those – either he does or somebody else does go to all those quarterback workouts because position's so important. You have to examine it, even if you're not looking for one. You're, if you're not in the market for one right at that time. But, yeah, yeah they it's not like they neglect them or don't, don't pay attention to them. They do. But, but the, look, I don't disagree with not taking a quarterback in this year's draft. I didn't say – I saw one one guy who was intriguing, which was, was Malik Willis, and one guy who I think has a chance to be functional on opening day, and that's the one who went to Pittsburgh, Pickett, Kenny, uh, Kenny Pickett. Yeah.
0: yeah. Uh, like I said, I would have took one in the later rounds. I got a seven-rounder took somebody. Or I would have signed uh, that one guy that went to the Eagles after the draft. I forgot his name right now. It was the – uh talk uh he was well from ratings mean nothing but he was talked about a lot I guess he had knee problems though but I would have did something and it's still not too late you got money you got you know some guys out there that weren't drafted find a a competition for that backup spot do not go into next season just we're gonna go with what we had last year because you saw the games that golf missed you weren't winning those games with those two guys and it's not getting any better uh, you so know.
1: Would you take? Would you? Would you have taken Nick Foles? He's, he's well. I was board, about
0: to you know. say Nick Foles just got released and he's available. This and you know I almost cry about this. You got Kaepernick out there. You got Cam Newton. You got guys out there that are looking for jobs that aren't going to hinder your starter and be backups that can that have actually won games in this league. I would look for one because the two guys you got, if they got to go out there, you're not winning a game. You can't. They. They prove you can't win with them. You can't win with them. It's been proven. They haven't won a game, so that was my only regret out of the draft weekend that they didn't take a quarterback. I understand I'm not taking one high, but I would have taken one.
1: I had no problem with not taking a quarterback, but I do agree with you that they have that, that the backup position has been neglected. Not neglected, but not not filled to the quality and the to the uh, to the depth and the ability that it, that that you. I would
0: prefer it to be. Let's put it that way. Yeah, like I said, that uh, they still got time what? for that. They still have time, so we'll see if they do sure. anything with yeah, that. Sure, yeah, Now, um, is there any positions um, now that the draft is over? I didn't look at the whole free agent. I don't think they put the official list up yet of the free agent I'm, undrafted the, players. They will saying. Yeah, but I saw seen some I've players that have tweeted or whatever that they got picked by the Lions, like the kid from Central Michigan, the little kick returner, and I guess wide receiver, he said he was coming to the Lions, but um, until the list comes out, is there any other positions you, they got money left, they got money under the cap, they got money that they can go out and get somebody, Honey Badger is going to uh, New Orleans the day I saw, which is a player that was out there, I still thought maybe they should have went and got just for leadership, and he still can play, but they didn't uh, like to do that, depending on how much he gets, I want to see if it was worth it or not, but any other positions you think they really should try to find somebody for before camp?
1: Well, one about the honey badger? I don't think he was going to come to a team. I I think he wanted to go to a winning team and I don't think he would have gotten him in Detroit unless, and the only way he would have gotten him is if everybody just came to the same conclusion that he was completely washed out and couldn't play anymore. And I'm not knocking the Detroit Lions when I say that. I don't think he would have gone to the Bears. I don't think he would have gone to you know, like about 15 teams in the league, but I think he wanted to go to a team First of all, he played at LSU. Now he's going to play for the for the Saints. It's sort of home territory for him. And so I, I just, uh, much as I like the player, and I like him a lot. I really do. Uh, I just don't think it was a fit here in Detroit for him for the reasons I've just talked about.
0: Yeah, but, you know, in football you there money talks. And number one, I'm not a big New Orleans fan as they're going to win any, a lot of games this year. I want to see. i I, I put them in the Lions pretty much the same category right now. With, without no, Drew Brees, I, mean, it'll do, it'll I it'll don't do think they're that great. great.
1: They're not great, but they were 9-8 and eight last year. Right, with, with, that's what I said. With, with, and after having lost their quarter, starting quarterback for the season, too.
0: Which might have been a blessing because you, you've seen Jameis Winston at times. No, might have no, been no. a blessing. It might have been a blessing. Like I said, Jameis Winston is one of those no, guys that no, is implodes all the time. And like I said, we'll see this year. He's back, and we'll see. We'll see what they do. I'm. I just think they're an average team. I don't think they're great. I don't think they're bad. I just think they're they're just average. And to me, the Lions are on the verge of averagetivity, if that's a word. The verge of averagetivity. <laughs> 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 Thank you, El- that's, that's right. They're on the careful. verge of average. I do really think. Does anybody uh,
1: out there know who Algonquin, J. Kel, who does he you and me? No, nobody else. Okay. Nobody yeah. else. I, I'm uh, saying this respectfully. Yeah, with yeah. the people that do, though, boy. please, your
0: letters go to Michael Hare. Don't send them to me. <laughs> All right? No. And when you march on Michael Hare's the house, please uh, be be calm. No, uh, I'm, I'm I uh, this. I, uh, I think, though, that the Lions are doing this the right way. I hate to admit it because I think they've made some mistakes, but they're doing it the right way as opposed to like a team like Atlanta who they traded their quarterback a year later than Detroit did with Stafford. And now they're in that rebuild mode, and they got to flush out a lot of older players. Houston's the same way. These teams that you know tried to patchwork a decent roster last year instead of just doing what the Lions did, flush them out, get young, and just take the pain in.
1: No, I agree with that. I mean, you've got to do it, and if you're going to do it, pull, pull it. You know, push the plunger, blow it up, kaboom. You know. And they did it. I mean, starting with their best player, their quarterback. That's what started it.
0: Yeah, but I'm gonna tell you right now, you don't have Jamison Williams if you didn't trade Stafford last year. That pick was the one that you added to another pick that got you moved back up. So that's now starting to pay dividends from the trade. You didn't get the dividends paid Wait, last year. Wait, say that year.
1: again? How does the how does the Stafford pick? give you jameson williams
0: the Stafford pick was added to the second round pick to move up
1: correct right, right.
0: so that's what i'm saying now you're, you're right. paying you're the right. dividends from the from the from the trade right that's your first right. dividend correct. back
1: right i agree with that yeah because if you would just I'm had the 34th
0: pick you weren't moving up 20 spots
1: right i agree with you right so these. Well, are, he might have added something to it too and i yeah, I don't. I didn't follow the chart, but what I've read from people said that the, what the Lions gave up, they they got the advantage in the in the in the chart too. Right. But the, but what you saw this
0: whatever. year with that extra pick, is what you're going to be able to do next year too. So you're going to have two years right. where you can maneuver the board, no matter what the Rams do. Even if the Rams win it again, it's 32 again. It's still good. You can maneuver the board with your pick and their pick, and that's the payback for giving up your best player. Right. So now you, like I said, there was trades in the past. Like I always go back to that Khalil Mack trade. The Bears, I'm sorry, they they lost out on that trade. They they gave up two first round picks and they they got nothing out of Khalil Mack. Sometimes it's best just to keep your picks, maneuver your board, and get better. And I just I think this Stafford trade will work out for both teams. I think, I think this think is good. Is. For both. Well, it's already worked out for the Rams, but I'm thinking I think it'll work out for Detroit too. Well, so. it
1: worked out. It worked out in terms of the player they got now. Let's, we're assuming he's, he gets healthy Right, we got to get healthy. him on the field. Right. And then produces. But, he, look, he is a terrific player. No, no and doubt. We know what's going no to
0: happen And, like I said, next year if you're going into the quarterback market, you'll have those two picks, even though a lot of other teams have two picks, so they'll be fighting in other teams. But, like I said, who knows how these quarterbacks are going to be. The, everybody's talking about Stroud and the, and, the, and the guy from Atlanta, Bryce Young. Who says? I'm just saying. They're talking about it now. But last year this time Spencer Rattler and the guy from that went in the fifth round from North Carolina, Sam Darn, I mean, uh, whatever his name was from North Carolina, they were the two top How were the two top picks. They were going to be one two. Howell, yeah. yeah, they were going to be one two and a year, a lot of things happen in a year. So yeah, just
1: the one from Alabama, what's he, five foot three? Yeah, five,
0: five, ten, 170 pounds. The wind blows up here, it'll Be in he'll be in Ann Arbor. You don't know. So just wait and see. You never know. Now, before we get out of it, because I'm gonna cut this short because I got things I gotta do today. We'll come back with more. Well,
1: don't, 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 I got things I got. You're, you're telling the listeners that they don't they I got, don't got things I got, to do. and I got another question. When um, how can you do that? I got
0: things I gotta do. When um, I feel too. When T.J. Hawkinson was picked up on his fifth-year option this week, I think that happened yeah. since with time we left. Um, I saw the day that Um, who was everybody yelling about back then that the Lions didn't take? I I liked it. Um, the, the guy Davis who went after who went to Buffalo from Houston to tackle. But who did everybody yell about that the Lions didn't – they missed out on after the first year was Devin Bush, wasn't it? Oh, you should have took Devin Bush. Devin Bush's option wasn't – Devin Bush's option wasn't picked up today by Pittsburgh. Yeah. So the fifth year. So I'm just telling you, let these picks play out because all you think happens by the end of the the three or four years, things change. Now, if you wanted Devin Bush so bad – he'll be available for you at the end of this year
1: well you know what maybe they think it's devin white
0: okay? <laughs> <laughs> you know there was a
1: de- you know what they had very similar af- uh, athletic traits except devin white was 20 pounds heavier right <laughs> you know, and de- you know what 20 pounds or whatever it is or 18 20 22 right. pounds and in fair fairness that devin that did get hurt an awful lot, and in know? fairness
0: yeah. devin bush did get hurt but I'm just saying you never know what these picks i I still think Hawkinson was not the best pick at the time, good player, had one good year, but he hasn't stayed healthy yet, and I I want to see him do that before I can, you know, say that let's re-sign him or become the tight end that I thought he was going to be when you draft the tight end that high. I expect perennial Pro Bowls out of it.
1: No, you wanted you, still want Oliver, don't you, the defense. Yeah, Oliver, not the office in Ed
0: Davis, Ed Oliver. I said Ed Oliver, who hasn't done anything. I didn't look and see yeah. if they picked his option up, but – I'm sure that uh, option up. <laughs> <Somebody> <laughs> maybe we'll get a, maybe we'll get a chance to get him too. <laughs> but uh, matter of fact, the way the the, the Lions are taking uh, taking defensive linemen, I mean, we'll take three next year too. So, uh, but any closing thoughts before we end this today, Michael, on what we saw over the weekend and what we look forward to? I guess we're gonna have a rookie minicamp coming up this weekend.
1: Uh, this weekend or next? I'm not sure uh-huh. about that. I think it's next week. I don't think they would do it on Mother's Day.
0: Oh yeah, it's Mother's Day yeah, so next yeah. weekend.
1: Yeah. Yeah, next weekend. So, uh, just overall, look. I thought it was. I thought it was. The focus was more on the players this time, and and I, still some of the histrionics and all that other stuff that went with it. It just didn't really ring the bell, you know. Ed Marinero with his 20 minute speech or whatever <laughs> it was, stuff like that know who you're putting on out there, okay? And that, it, it, it was sorta of funny in a way and it was sorta of sad in a way and it was sorta of irritating in a way, but it just it didn't work.
0: It's Saturday afternoon TV though, it You really know what I
1: like? Was... I like the way Barry Sanders went up and said Thanks for having me here, read the name and
0: departed. Well, like I said, it's Saturday afternoon TV. I, I don't think a lot of people would yell at about anything at that time. And if you were home, wait watch it out for pick number one fifty five or one seventy nine, whatever then. Good, good for you, because, like I said, when everybody else started talking, the only person he was bothering was the the director who had to come out and get him so well, which just was
1: fun let me let me tell the people out there right now it's one hundred and four one hundred and three weeks and two days until that thing comes to Detroit, okay so get ready
0: well, all right, but I hope Before they do, do a, comes to i was I was kind of disappointed in the Vegas show. I didn't think for all the things they had going for them, they put on a real good show.
1: I thought, I thought they did. I, thought I just thought really it was things.
0: average. I thought it was no better than any other city. But Vegas has so much of an advantage in things they could have done. To me, they just opened up an airplane hangar, put everybody up there, and then moved on. It just, to me, it didn't do anything. You know, okay, they had the guy trying to get out of the straitjacket or whatever. It just, it, that's just me. It didn't, it didn't really move me one way or another. That, that draft could have been in any city with the exact same thing, and I wouldn't have known. It just didn't have a Vegas flavor to me. I just, that's just the way I was uh, –
1: well,
0: let's put it this way, the next time I go to Las Vegas it's not going to be to watch yeah, okay. gonna be the white football player. I understand. leave your wallet at home. All right, so we'll have a chit chat after the rookie mini camp and we'll see what's going on with that. Uh for right now. One last thing about the draft. The um now one grading system I do look at is the athletic scores they added up, which team had the most athletic draft, which means their players as athletes. Detroit finished first in that. Overall, really? with their athletic score, so you can tell Brad Holmes has a yeah. he has a uh, a kind of pick he wants. They want athletic guys and they want good team guys, hardworking well, guys can, that love football.
1: Kenny, I, was, I should have mentioned one other thing. The one thread through all this, from their first pick to their last, they added speed to their line to the to the to the roster. They they emphasized speed and they got speed.
0: Right. So that'll help out because they were not one of the faster teams going in so we'll see how it works. All right, Mike, that's it for the KM podcast and we'll see us soon. I guess we'll see us after the mini camp, like I said, and uh enjoy reading up on your draft grades. Mike, I hope you enjoy grading the uh Well you know prospects. I had
1: an interview today with Todd Wash, the uh defensive line coach the mm-hmm. Detroit Lions. You're gonna to want to read it, believe me, there's some interesting stuff in there, what they think of the young guys, what they're gonna do with them. Can't tell you what it is now, but wait till it hits, wait till it hits the press. Well, what okay? day will
0: we be looking out for that?
1: Somewhere between Monday and Sunday.
0: Okay, there you go. So check, <laughs> check out detroitlast.com <laughs> daily. And you, you know, know what? You and I wouldn't And
1: watch
0: find it. out when Michael Hare <laughs> drops. He's like a rapper, a bad rapper. He's like a, a, a bootleg rapper. He's going to drop something this week. So just keep looking out until he drops it. So Lose
1: yourself, brother. Lose yourself.
0: <laughs> All right, that's Kim Brown, Michael Hare, and we're out.